Thanks for tuning in. This is Conversations with Breezy. Let's have a chat. I am your host, Steffi Breezy. Wow. Well, it does not take this long to ever put out an episode, but I've been having a bit of a brain fart when it comes to um, thinking of things to talk about. Um, not only thinking of things to talk about because I did have a agenda and schedule put together, but the communication episode could have drug out much longer than I wanted it to and how I planned on it for to um, drag out. But that was short-lived due to the fact that there was very little and minimal interaction via Facebook. So <clears throat> I plan on doing a communication part two, and I think I'm going to bring on a guest. Uh, reason being, it's easier to do a dialogue with myself and somebody else. Um, I think communication is a great topic to keep going on about. Um, and I think that's the root of most of all of the topics that I have via podcast. So I'm going to go ahead and let you guys listen to this episode currently. It is about three and a half weeks old, um, but who cares? You guys will love it. And I think that you guys can give me some great input on future episodes. Don't forget to listen to the end of the episode to find out where to reach me. All the hashtags and handles are at the end of the episode. Thank you for listening, and I hope you're having a great holiday season. All right, you guys, thank you for tuning in. This is your girl, Steffi Parise. How y'all doing? Hope you're having a great night. We're going to start off with our first quote, right? So here's a quote. Again, it's from the book Manifest Now by um, Idel Ahmed. Um, and I don't know if I'm saying that right, but it's I-D-I-L. Is her first name and Ahmed A H M E D is her last name. Okay, um, I'm going to the chapter um, Think It um, or the section called Think It, and in that section, she has 35 different um, things that she said to herself in her mind to uh, help her become a better person. Which leads me to this um, quote. So here's the quote she gave, and for or the 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 Think It method she gave for this one. So this is number six. It says to attract better, you have to become better yourself. Everything starts, and it says repeat this daily. Everything starts with me. I have the power to change today. I take responsibility for my life. Great blessings are headed my way. I'm going to read a small part of the book, okay? Just a small part. It says the quickest way to take back your power and gain full control over your life is to take responsibility for the things you've attracted. Instead of blaming others or pointing fingers, ask yourself what lesson this situation or circumstance is here to teach you. Since energy is everything, nothing is coincidence. Your thoughts, emotions, and beliefs are sent out into the environment to attract to yourself what you think and feel. When a situation presents itself, and you're not happy with it, you don't have to blame what's happening. Rather, bless where you're at by being thankful for what it has taught you and be open to ways you can evolve from it. This will automatically empower you to to attract better experiences because you're not a victim. Everything around you is energy. Yo, y'all feel that? Did y'all feel that? 
Did anybody not feel that? So that brings me to my episode for this week. This week is about communication. And um, I wanted to talk about communication mostly because um, we, what I've learned as being an adult in general um, is that we don't communicate well. But before I get into all that, let me tell you about my weekend. I was ratchet, super ratchet. Um, I definitely went out this weekend. I went to Justin's, um, I don't, I, somebody said happy birthday. Is it your birthday? Cause if it is Justin's birthday, then Hey, happy birthday, Justin. I didn't even know that. Oh my God. Um, but I went to, um, a party for Justin. Um, it was all black crown event crown 2019, probably one of the last parties they go to this year because the rest of the year is about planning and getting ready for 2020 guys. The end of this year is here. And not only that, but it's about to be the end of a decade. So we need to get all of our sugar, honey, iced tea all the way in order. All right. But I really wanted to dive into this episode. So that's literally all I did this weekend. Don't worry about anything else I did. I was ratchet. If you saw me outside, shh, hush your mouth. Um, I also am supposed to be doing this um, challenge. Now, I didn't quit the challenge, right? I didn't quit it. Um, but mother nature don't like me and I don't like her and she messed up my results for this week. So I didn't post the results, but I am going to post the results because I have three weeks worth of, um, pictures that I can show y'all what happened. And your girl just got some, I ain't got no excuses. I don't, I don't want to give you an excuse of why I didn't do what I did. And Hey, I don't think you deserve an excuse. What's the point of giving you an excuse? You know, anywho, but diving into this episode, I want to talk about communication amongst adults. I have um, always had communication issues, and I think most of us as adults do. Um, but what the the problem with communication amongst other adults, what I'm not understanding, is that it, the other person can't read your mind, and we all have different perspectives of how we see a situation. For example, um, I made a post earlier about that woman who makes four hundred thousand dollars, and her man she married makes $40,000 and he's like a manager at like Foot Locker or something. And that she paid for their wedding and she paid for their vacation and she paid for all this stuff. And her family is like, you stupid, but she's happy. She make all money is not the key to happiness. I mean, some people think it is, but more money causes a lot of my, a lot of more problems. Like for real. I, and I'm not saying it cause I've experienced it. I can just imagine that more money at this you know day and age in my life is going to cause more problems. People are going to start begging you. You got cousins you ain't never heard of before. You have bills that just start popping up. Not only that, you think, oh, since I already got it, I'm going to just go and acquire this, this, and this. And instead of downgrading your expenses, you increase your expenses, causing you to have more problems because you didn't make that much money last month. And then you're making this much money this month. And then next thing you know, boom, you like broke again. And I hate using that word. Y'all know that. But that's the reality of it. So the main issue I found amongst friends is communication. Friends that are just friends with benefits. Friends who've been friends for 20, 30, 40 years. Friends who, um, you know, are in relationships. Like you're in a relationship with your best friend. Like you are in that relationship. That's a that's a friendship. Um. Communication amongst adults is just the suckiest thing ever. And I hate that we as adults don't communicate well. 
Like, I don't think we understand that if you can talk to somebody without being rude, without being disrespectful, that they can hear you and a lot of things can come across pretty ca- pretty cordial. For example, um, I recently apologized to somebody because I didn't see a perspe- something from their point of view. We actually decided to sit down and have a conversation next in a couple of weeks because we both played a role in how our whatever it was clashed. And it's not, I can't blame this person for the entire thing. And it takes a lot of maturity to get to that point. Like it takes a lot of maturity to say, you know what? I didn't cause the fallout and you didn't cause the fallout. But where did the fallout occur? And can we like break it down? Can we be open and honest 150% and say, all right, this is where the fallout happened and we can move from there. Can we do that? And if we can't do that, then how else can we fix this situation? Because it's not going to fix itself. Or can we agree to say, you know what? You didn't cause it and I didn't cause it, but I have no hard feelings towards you. I just don't want to fool with you no more. And I'm going to go about my business and you can go about yours. We do not communicate as an adult. It is the most frustrating thing that I've ever gone through as an adult. I ain't gonna lie. I've had friends who we no longer talk anymore, and we and there's no actual um, content to back up why we don't talk. Like there's assumptions, but not actual facts. Like you didn't say, "Hey, I don't want to talk to you because you did this," or. You want me to assume I didn't, I did this, this, and this, so I should know that I need to come and apologize to you. No, we can't do that. And I, it's frustrating that I I hear this happening all the time amongst friends, amongst coworkers. Like we misconstrue just thinking that we know what other people think. You another, I am you, I'm not a mind reader. I can't read what you you say. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what you're thinking in your brain. And if it's not gonna come across. Um, in a way where you're verbally telling me, hey, Stephanie, you hurt my feelings because you did this, this, and this. And I really don't like that. And then I can say, you know what? I'm sorry. I didn't know I hurt you in that kind of way. But do you forgive me? And if you forgive me, we can move on and go from there. But if not, then you know we can go our separate ways. You want to fool me? I ain't got to fool with you. You know what I'm saying? But I learned that we don't communicate at all. Not only do we not communicate, but we don't um, want to take responsibility for our actions and not apologize. Um, I know plenty of people who have not apologized for certain things. And the reason why they don't apologize for the things that they, they did is because they're not um, want to take, they don't want to take responsibility for what they did. As a matter of fact, I hope my sister don't ever listen to this. I feel like she don't take responsibility for a lot of stuff. I know she don't. Okay. I know she doesn't. And reason being is because um, I, I just, I, I, there's just different situations I've seen present itself and she just won't take the responsibility. I haven't taken a lot of responsibility for a lot of things. And I actually think that sometimes we need to take responsibility for not knowing or remembering that the person is the way they are and then holding them to a different standard. Like, why am I holding you to a standard that I know you're not going to uphold? You're not going to uphold the standard. You're not going to do right by me. You're not going to even say anything that's going to actually benefit me in the long run. 
it's not going to benefit me. So I feel that you can't take those things personally. Um, I was having a conversation with one of my clients yesterday and um, another girlfriend. And I won't put the names out there because I don't know if they want their business out there. And we literally had a three-hour conversation on the phone. One was on the phone, one was in person. It was the most eye-opening conversation to hear different perspectives um, and listen into situations and you're like, whoa. So one person is upset at another person because of something that they did wrong. But if you don't ask the other person, you know, do you know you you hurt my feelings? Do you know that you hurt me? Then they're not going to know that you hurt them. You have to ask that person, hey, I was hurt or tell that person, hey, I was hurt because you did this, this, and this. How else is somebody going to know? Like, why as adults do we feel like people are going to read your mind and they know what they did wrong because of, because they, some, something, something else like that happened to them? No, you can't do that. I mean, it is the most, am I the only one who feels that way? Like, literally, am I the only one who feels that way? Because it's it's so weird how I've been opening my eyes to seeing certain situations. And when I open my eyes and see these situations like unfold in front of me, I'm like, oh my gosh, you guys literally aren't seeing the fact that um, sh- this person probably had a lot going on. And if you just communicated with that person, you wouldn't be in the situation you're in now. Or you wouldn't be like, F her, she got to go. Da-da-da-da. Instead, we just like screw this person and get out of our face. Like that's that's not how you're supposed to be as adults, which is why a lot of people don't have friends as adults, which is why people, a lot of people die by themselves on their own. I don't want to be the people pleaser and I don't want to be the yes man, period. But I will tell you if you hurt my feelings. I'm going to tell you how you if you hurt my feelings because that's the only way um, you're going to know that. You're not a mind reader and I don't expect you to know how I feel. Okay, so that's just something I learned from that. Um, there's another one in the same, um, in the same book that, oh, that's what I was going to go into next. Uh, the reason why I brought that up is because, um, I felt like I was being drawn into my quote unquote purpose. And what I mean by that is that like, I feel like I'm aligning in what I'm supposed to actually be doing. And I don't know if it has to do with this podcast. I don't know if it has to do with, um, like, you know, when I'm talking to certain people, but I felt like an out-of-body experience yesterday, even sharing the information I shared with those young ladies, you know? Um, but I felt like I was in alignment with what I was supposed to be doing with my life. That's, like, unreal and unheard of. But it's not unheard of. Let me take that back. It's just unordinary for me to hear out of my own mouth, unordinary for me to hear the things I said out of my own mouth to them. It was very eye-opening, very eye-opening. One of the things we talked about was blocking your blessings and letting go of the hurt that you, you know, had because um, you hold, you're holding onto something that is really weighing you down. So one of the things that was weighing one of the people down was the fact that, you know, they've been hurt in friendships before. I mean, I've been hurt in friendships before. And I think the the good thing about me being hurt so many times in certain friendships is that um, because I've been hurt so many times, it doesn't really phase me as much now. 
Like now it's like, ah, oh, this person did this, this, and this. All right, cool. It's the strength that you get built up um, from all the people hurting you and letting you down and stabbing you in your back. You're like, all right, another one, and we're going to move on. And then you just move on. Um, this particular person um, was hurt really bad. And I don't know if it was their first time or second time being hurt in the situation, but they really took it to heart so bad that they were like cutting us off. We couldn't get a word in. We couldn't even like say like, hey, how else can we help? How come else can we be a friend to you? And they just didn't hear anything you said, anything we said. I know that this person's a great person. I know that they are a positive person. They are smart. They are intelligent. They are funny. And when we get hurt like that and you know that you're a loyal, down to earth, ride or die, stick through it with your friends type of person, when somebody do you dirty like that, you just like F the world and I ain't got time for none of this, none of this bull because I know I'm a great person to be around. I know I'm a great friend and you're not going to treat me like I'm a, a shitty person, period. So with her, I, we tried to like talk her out of it, but it's just so hard to you know, talk some out of their madness. When they're mad and they see red, there is no way of talking them out of that that red zone. You have to let them calm down on their own. And then in the morning, she texts me like, you know, girl, thank you for letting me vent and talk to you. And I appreciate that. And that's all some people just want to do. But I want her to take the next step out and actually, um, actually talk to the person she's mad at. And it's not going to happen overnight. But I told her, you know, that 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 forgiveness process has to start with you. You have to forgive her in your heart. You have to forgive her in your mind. You have to let it go and move forward. Um, that's the reason why I had initially asked who wants to do the book club. Because the book manifest now does talk about those techniques, things that you could do in your life. Um, I'm a Christian woman, so I do pray. And I think prayer, especially when it comes to like soul ties and for um like things like friendships to mend and heal your heart. Um, those things take time to like really heal. I even told her like, you know, you have to heal, you have to hurt in order to heal, go through your healing process. That's like the weirdest thing you ever heard of in your life. Right? Like, why do I have to sit here and actually hurt, hurt for this amount of time? Because it's part of the process. Like, why would you not want to do that? Why would you not want to go through that and heal? So that way you, when you get to the next person or your blessings, um, in the future, that you're already fully healed and you're able to accept those blessings. Like that is the ultimate, like, wow. Like, aha. I don't even want to say it's an aha moment because it's not an aha moment. It's a like, wow. Like I went through all of that. It didn't kill me. It's kind of like working out. You go through all that. You be pumping all this iron and next thing you know, like, oh, I think it killed me. No, it really didn't. It really didn't kill you. You just overreacting and then going on further and further. But the communication process amongst adults is so whack. Um, and I don't like it because I feel like we could definitely be better human beings by actually talking about how we feel, how somebody made us feel, what somebody did to us to hurt us. Um, we have to we have to be better in opening our mouths and talking to others about what really hurt us. So culturally, um, I am a yeller. As a kid, my mom always yelled at me. She always yelled, and that's how I get my point across. If you understand that, you know, it's, it's a cultural thing. I'm West Indian. 
um, Caribbean, Jamaican, whatever. So you, that's something that we um, we do frequently in our house. That your mom yell at you. That's how she tell you to do whatever it is to do. So um, that's how we love each other. That's how we, you know, some. That's how we kind of communicate and love each other. If if somebody don't yell at you, they don't love you. They don't love you. They don't love you at all. Reason being is because only if they love you is how they is they go, how they gonna show that you know they are gonna yell at you. Uh, what I said it, and then you're gonna be like, yes, ma'am, and move on. You know what I'm saying? So um, I yell a lot at my child. If you don't know what kind of yeller I am, ask my child. She'll tell you. My mom yells at me all the time. So what I've learned in the communication process is to um, basically stop yelling at my child. And I stop yelling at her because I want her to communicate better as an adult in her own life. Like I don't want um, her to think that yelling is how you communicate with other people. And I think that's where a lot of these different childhood um, miscommunication um, uh, tendencies and um, habits come from. It's from us yelling, getting yelled at. Um, it's, it's You start as a kid. Your mom yelling at you, your dad yelling at you, your parents. This is why you start. You have to start asking people about their childhoods, even if you're not really like dating them, but like just around them. Um, when you learn like somebody's past and you see, have you ever seen that if you met somebody's like mom, dad, auntie, or cousins, people related to them, you'll see why they're the way they are. Like for real. Now they don't always apply. Let me tell you why. Um, I grew up in foster care. So because I grew up in foster care, um, I feel like I adapted a lot of different personalities. <laughs> when I lived out West, I was out West. When I lived out South, I was out South. When I lived up North, I was bougie up North. When I lived in Humble Park, I was Puerto Rican. I was Boricua. All right. So I was all these different personalities all the time. But when it came to um, the, that's why it was funny. Somebody told me, like, who are you at the center of your core? And I couldn't answer that for the life of me. Like, I couldn't answer who I was. But when you, when I'm around my family, like my siblings, um, when I'm with my dad's side of my family, it's all love. We all Jamaican. And it's like, that felt like home. Like, it just felt like home. Same thing here. When we all together, sometimes I feel like the black sheep. I ain't gonna lie. Because I'm the oldest, and then um, because I lived in foster care and group homes, most of you know my, I want to say from the age of like maybe like ten and up, um, we disconnected. I wasn't the big sister anymore, and a lot of me feels like I'm not the big sister, even though I am. I am the oldest of seven, but I don't feel like the big sister. And the reason being is because um, I. I just don't like, and this is my little sister calling me now. Like, I just don't, um, I don't feel like the big sister. Actually, my little sister is more of the big sister than I am. She's literally more of the big sister than I am. She's the one who checks in on everybody. She's the one who calls everybody to make sure they good. She's the one who, um, makes sure is that, um, you know, we get together as a family and all of that. She is the big sister of us, but, I am biologically the oldest, you know? Um, so when we learn to break the cycle, we don't pass these certain traits onto our kids. I don't want to pass on this yelling habit to my child. 
Um, so what I've done as an adult is I've talked to her like, hey, whew, so child, what's going on with this business? I literally have to talk to her. And it's it's taken so much out of me, y'all, for real. Um, not in a bad way, but in a having to dig deep into myself kind of way. And that's a lot. Like, who wants to dig deep into themselves and, like, um, figure out who they are as a parent so that they can be a better parent? That's that's deep, right? It's real deep. It's really deep. Not only is it really deep, but it's really, um, it's really eye-opening. I say this all, I said this all episode, y'all. Eye-opening is going to be my word for the night. Eye-opening. It's not self-fulfilling. It's not something you really want to do, but you do it because you don't want your kid to turn out like how you did. And our parents didn't realize that with us. Our parents don't realize that they pushed a cycle onto us that is going to carry on for years to come, literally. And if we don't break that cycle, then we're going to keep continuing the cycle. <sighs> That's literally how it is. You can follow me on all social media at Steffi Breezy on Instagram and Facebook. That's S-T-E-P-H-I-E-B-R-E-E-Z-Y. The podcast page on Instagram at Conversations with Breezy. You can also email any questions that can be shared via our live episodes at conversationswithbreezy at gmail.com. Thank you for listening and chat with you soon.